Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to our last Breakthrough Academy for the year. It has been such an awesome year, um, and we're just excited to do it one last time for the year. We will be back, do not worry. Um, but welcome, everyone. And I'm here with Jay Lewis. Glad what to have it? you here, bro. Mate, it is so good to be here. I feel like I've, uh, I've come on. I, 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 I think it was Bill Johnson of Bethel Church. He, um, Came along for Kenneth Copeland's Believer's Voice of Victory, uh, sorry, the Southwest yeah. Believer's Con Convention in America. It was their 50th Southwest Convention, and Bill Johnson got invited to speak as one of the yeah. array of speakers they have there. And he's like, he feels like he's just come along at the end, and he's got all the celebrations <laughs> of the 50th anniversary, and he's going to go to all the lunches that they're hosting and everything. <laughs> he's like, this is my first time speaking. He's like, alongside like Brother Jesse and Brother Jerry, who've been here for all 50 years. It's like, I feel like I'm coming on at the end and getting all the everyone saying how great it is yeah. and what an amazing year. I'm like, oh sweet, I've joined for the last but, three weeks and got all the celebrations. But you were there near the start, so a little That's bit. That's it. I was there near the start, and I've been in uh, in the middle. I came yeah. anytime there was basically any week I didn't have uni on a Friday. And, and you're also very good um, when you could watch it um, live. You were very good at commenting. That's true. And, That's uh, true. And adding, maybe not always you know, yes. relevant things, but yeah. it was it was good. And and, and I appreciate you know so the, a number of the people that are you know joining and. But there's people been there from right from yeah. the start and, and yeah. been following right through. And people that tune in um, faithfully every week. That's we, it. we understand that not everyone can watch it live, and that's fine. That's all mm. good. But um, those of you who have yeah. had that space, have had that time, you have been here. That's so, it. so we thank you. We appreciate you. That's right. And and that's why that's why we record this. That's why we do it online, and then we put it up on you know the different channels and things like mm. that, so people can watch it yeah. later. It's a resource. Yeah. You can go back to it. Mm. You can you can watch it more than once. Um, you can do it at a convenient time. So we appreciate that. That's one of the reasons we've done this. Uh, but for those that have come, those who have sat in the studio, those that have been with us, we, we appreciate that as well, you know, the, um, what you've done. So we are a blessed people, and we're going to finish with our flourish. Absolutely. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and that's what we've actually been praying. I prayed it before um, we came here, and then Josh prayed it, not knowing that I already prayed that. Um, he was also praying the same thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let, let's, let's put our faith in that this is, um, we, we finish having built upon everything that's happened yeah. up to this point yeah. because we've been really building on the covenant and the work of God and the healing and um, we're going to come to the book of Mark and then we might just mm. chat a little bit at the end about some of the things we've done over the whole year yeah. but um, I st we, we've still got so much that um, we want to dive into yes. and so many areas because it's really helping mm. um, and in fact something of the scriptures that we're going to share today um, I was able to even use yesterday, you know, with someone helping them, yeah. um, you know, minister and be able to get in a position where they can bring healing. Amen. Um, so well, let's dive into it. If you're new here, my name is Peter Lewis. I'm um, from Breakthrough Church here in the eastern part of Melbourne, here with Josh and Jay. And um, we do Breakthrough Academy where we take the time to dig strong foundations in the Word of God that will build strong faith. That we want to do this in the Spirit. We get, uh, this is not digging so deep that you lose the Spirit, which some people can do. Some people mistake um, deepness in the Word of God for dryness. The deeper you go, the drier you get. No, we believe the deeper you go, the deeper you go, the, it's like you get the water. You know, if you're deep, um, it, anyone ever had to do that? You deep, dig deep, especially mm. if um, you're near the beach and you're digging down in the sand. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly you get down, the water starts to flow. It gets harder to, yeah. to, because of the water. It starts to fill up. So the digger we, the digger we deep, <laughs> the deeper we dig, um, 
the deeper we dig in the Word of God, if we do it right, if we do it under the Holy Spirit's direction, mm. then it gets filled with the Holy Spirit. And the more it overflows into your life, you know what I mean? The things that you learn suddenly become yeah. they're things that you put into so practice. Mm. And so that's that's what Breakthrough Academy is about. I, going deep, but getting filled with the Spirit through And it. I feel that's like we've, we've had several uh, times now where... We've had a plan. Yeah. Yes. And so at the very start, the trajectory has just changed in a good way, in a good way, you know. Yeah. We're always following the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit, mm. what what He wants to do, what God mm. wants to do. Because if what's he, what He wants to speak. That's yeah. Exactly if that's it. different to what is the plan, well, then yeah. we will always. We'll follow that. If we'll we, if we sense the Holy Spirit moving in direction, and we saw that last week, there was a powerful time at the end of the, 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 um, the teaching, just ministering in the Holy Spirit and mm. just flowing um, under the, the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And um, so that was, you know, that, that's the sort of thing that you get the, the blessing of. Mm. So let's dive in. What we've been doing is, for those um, joining us. I've just been named here as well. Good morning. I was going to say, good morning, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good morning yeah. Seth Bolger. Good, good to see you, mate. Seth if anyone Bolger. feels like giving me a shout out, just go ahead. Uh, no need yeah. to Pastor, be shy. Pastor Joshua Bolger's brother. Oh, very nice. So very nice guy. good to have you joining with us, um, Seth. And, and um, yeah, nice to give a shout out to Josh. Uh, so. We, That's also uh, one of the greatest uh, stories ever told in emojis as well. I'm very impressed with your emoji emoji game there. There's four different emojis and it tells a whole... One I okay, you go through a whole journey reading <laughs> yeah. through that one. I enjoy it. <laughs> okay, and um, Judith Bourne. Respect, Seth. Good yeah. morning, Judith. Um, Pastor Christine. In the middle of your greetings, let me just give a little bit of background on what we're doing here. Um, the, we've been looking at the covenant and particularly the, the things that flow out of the covenant. Healing is one of those core elements mm. that, that, that God has provided in the covenant, you know, outside of the forgiveness and righteousness and the yeah. blessing and all those things. Healing. So we've been studying healing and we have just been, um, in terms of healing, looking at three things that it's God's will then how to receive that healing and then how to give it. Mm. And uh, that's so important. And you can go back on all the lessons we've done mm. where we just take that very, very seriously. How do we know it is God's will? Because yeah. that gives us the confidence yeah. to lean into this. Then how do we receive, um, how do we receive that healing ourselves? Because it's very, it's all very well knowing it is the will of God, but you've got to be able to lay hold of that. That's yeah. true. That's you've, true. Got, you've, got to, you've got to be able to, to dig. And then, how to give because not only are we to receive that blessing that Jesus has provided, but we freely we receive, freely we give. And that's also a skill, how yeah. to take what God has given you and give to others, how to work with their faith. And we'll look at some of the scriptures um, to do that. And so in, in light of that, part of what we've been doing is working through the life of Jesus in the book of Mark and following his miracles and working out how did Jesus minister healing? How was he able to bring healing to people? What did they have to do? What yeah. did he do? And um, we've just been taking a, a, just a, a really fun journey, which I thought would take one or two weeks. And um, I think we're up to week five or six. Yeah. And I we, think we just got to chapter three. Yeah, we, we, and, but we're gonna, we, today we get to skip a little bit forward because um, up until now there's been quite a few miracles um, through the, you know, the, the mark, you know, he just bang, 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 and, and he, lots of miracles. But um, there's a few other incidents, some teaching and things like that. So we do, do we get to move through a little bit today. We'll, we'll, um, we'll fit the entire Gospels in our last. Yes, yeah. our last. We're month. going from Mark four through to John. <laughs> yeah, and we 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 we're actually up to chapter three, verse one. All right, so we've um, but we will. I, I'm planning to get to chapter five very quickly. Oh, okay. All right, okay. We're going to be here till Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and in doing that, we're going to have to skip through a little bit because it, I, I want to focus in on something that yeah. is there. Um, and also, 
So Mark three, is that what we're starting? Well, what we, we I am just going to skip straight through to Mark five, all right? Because if I try and just breeze through and just touch some highlights, I'll get caught in. We, we're taking time to go in them. Um, there's some great principles there, but I want us to go to chapter five and particularly up to verse 21. And what translation are you using? I will find out what translation I'm on here. So I'm the new, I've got the New English translation at the moment. Mark 3 in the New English. Mark 5, verse so, 21. So we're starting Mark 5? Yeah, we're just going to start Mark 5 because if I, if I try and just do some you know, little summaries, I, I know, I, I'll get caught. Um, but there's, there's some richness in this particular mm. um, story that I think is really worth taking some time on. And mm. I want us to, to see it through the eyes of three, you know, three or four different people here. That, and I think that's one of the, power, the, 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 the powerful ways is to look at scripture is to try yeah. and see it through different lenses. Yeah, yeah right? that's true. Because, you know, sometimes we just get locked in and we just see it through one, eye, one set of eyes that's or just true. as an observer. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. But, okay, thinking, okay, how did this person um, respond? What was this person doing? Gives us insight into how we can respond, how we can minister to people, what that we can That was one of my doing. favorite things about the um, Terror of the Roof series mini-series we had at church a few weeks ago with Caitlin and Caleb leading. It was like, yeah. it was such a great time to stop in seeing it from the perspective of like all the different people, you know, from Jesus, from the friend who got, um, got lowered through the roof, from the friends lowering him through, yeah. from the people who would have been in the crowd in the moment. It was like yeah. seeing it, it helped give the real reality of, oh, because suddenly you can go from being an observer to, because if you read it just from one perspective, you can be like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. But yes. if you read it from someone, it's like, oh, actually, I, I, that's can be that your, I am that person. Or, oh, wow, that's what I'm doing. It's, that's what I need. It's interesting because like we, we can read it as like a story. Yeah. But when it was happening, that was like, that was life happening. Yeah, you know totally. I mean? Interactions. Yeah. And, 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 and they suddenly realized, oh, they, they had real jobs that they had to leave. They yeah. had people that had to go home and explain where they were. <laughs> it was like, yeah. there, was, there was real things happening Real around. life consequences to the choices so that were made. let's just dive into Jesus heals a woman and Jairus's daughter. That's the heading given. That's not in the Bible, but that's the heading given in the New English translation to what's happening here. And Mark chapter 5 verse 21 says, Now when Jesus had crossed again in a boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him and he was by the sea. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus um, came up and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and he asked him, urgently my little daughter is near death come and lay your hands on her so that she may be healed and live mm. so you know there's some things here Jairus he's a synagogue leader mm. yeah um, so there's respectability there, yeah. there's authority there's it's a man of honor yeah and there's people looking to him he's the, the you know if anyone's going to be the the good Jew he's the good Jew yeah. you know, all those yeah. things you know there's they look at him and he comes to Jesus now. At this at this time, we've you know discovered Jesus is, you know, we, we all say, oh, that's because Jesus is the Messiah. Mm. Jesus is God. But in the Bible, there's a lot of um, you know, toing and froing. The yeah. people are embracing him because of the healing. Yeah. But the Pharisees and the religious leaders are resisting because mm. he's not one of them, and he's yeah. not flowing with them, and and um, so there's 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 left, right, and center. Um, we. The, one, the, the scripture we, we, we had to skip, if I go back to chapter 3, he said, Jesus entered the synagogue again, got a synagogue again and a man was there who had a withered hand. Mm. And they watched Jesus closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Mm. And then at the end, um, 
Um, so he's so angry with them and they're upset and says, verse 6, So the Pharisees went out immediately and began plotting with the Herodians as to how they could assassinate him. All right, so this is already happening. Jesus has already got to the point where they are now planning murder. So that, yeah. that's quite significant. Mm, yeah. Okay, so you've got to look and think, this man is a um, synagogue leader. So he's not a Pharisee. Mm. But he's a leader of a synagogue, which yep. means he's, he's up there in the respectable sort of levels. He'd have to do deal with the Pharisees. Yeah. He comes to Jesus, and when he sees Jesus, he falls at his feet. Mm. So, just think about what he's had to go through to get to that point. Yeah. That's, that's not just a person coming. Yeah. That's someone who's just put his career on the line. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's, that's someone who's now against the establishment. Who will receive serious, serious backlash probably for what he's going to do. Because the, the Pharisees may have gone to the, the synagogues to, you know, don't accept this man. Yeah, know? exactly. Totally. What, what have they been instructed? Do they know don't that, you know, how does this all work? Need, just like, okay, like for me and anyone else, what, like just like, if they can trim it, just give a quick like, Hierarchy of where, where, like what, where he would would have sat in terms, of like compared to a Pharisee, would they? I would love to if I knew exactly. Okay, I, I, would like the Pharisees have been above him, or would he speculate. be? Would he be? Yeah. Un, would he be like? Would have he been the person of higher authority? Do you reckon? I, 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 I don't think so. I okay. think he would have been just a, 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 a leader, leader of a synagogue. But the Pharisees but that was would, significant. I don't know, and, and I, I, I don't want to pretend. So, would the know. Pharisees have had like a, what the Pharisees say they would have sort of had? A level of authority in what he yeah. did, sort of thing. The, the Pharisees, my understanding, was seen to be like they're, they're, they're the elite of the elite. Jews. You know, okay. they're, they're, yeah. they're, they'd they're, be like a club of sorts. Or? Was, they called it. Um, it's almost. Um, it's like they're part of everybody else. You know, okay, well, let me just try and give an example. Like you know, you go to the gym, and everyone's working at the gym. Yeah. Then you have got the guys who are the full-time gym junkies. Yeah. Know, and they're taking the steroids, and they're. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And they're and they're they're like. They are the gym. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else working at the gym, but they, those, these guys are. Gotta the, go say hello to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and they are they are. When if they cut, say they're ripped, you know, you're you're working out on one of the machines, and someone says, "Is that going to be free?" You're like, "Oh yeah, it'll be free in ten minutes." One of them comes and says, "Is that free?" You say, "Yeah, sure. Yes, here's my yes, seat." Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and they, they come through, and they and they, they live to exercise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, you know, they're, they're mm. there all day building. Yeah, you know, so there they, comes they, a respect with that. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, look at that guy. He's here day in yeah. day out. And he's he's really. The Pharisees took this to the yeah. ultimate level, and then they imposed that on everyone else. Do you know what I mean? They were the and ones. And they made it sort of the the understanding of that time of their culture was that if you wanted to really please God, be a be like them. Yeah. So no, you no, want to, no, the ultimate so they, followers of the law. The under this synagogue leader, Jairus, he's he would have grown up in a culture that basically taught if you want to please please God, yeah, be like the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are saying, do not accept this man Jesus. Yeah. And he's then saying, literally everything I've been taught about how to please God, I'm having to go against. Well, well not it, not everything, it, but like it, I'm it, going it, against. The very okay. people that okay. well, are supposed I, to be the... Jesus has got two reputations at the moment. Yeah, yeah. A miracle worker. Mm. Yep. Sabbath breaker. Mm. Yes. All That's right? correct. Okay. Yes. We, look at that, we look at that story where Jesus healed the man with the withered mm. hand, and we see a miracle worker. Mm. Yeah. They see a Sabbath breaker yeah. Yeah. who did it so sneakily <laughs> that he couldn't be um, prosecuted because he never touched him. Yeah. He just said, stretch out your hand, yeah. which isn't a crime. <laughs> but we all know that he was getting around the rules and we all know yeah. that. He, so, so to me, 
he's a miracle worker. Yeah. But to in their eyes, he's just a Sabbath breaker. And a Sabbath breaker can't be from God because why would God make the rules and then have someone break them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And another another time, Jesus said, "I'm the you know the Lord of the Sabbath." Mm-hmm. All right. So now actually, he's saying you know these these rules are actually made to mm-hmm. be under my lordship. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not. The rules aren't over me. I'm over the rules. Yeah. yeah he says I'm good. the Lord of the Sabbath. That's good. And um, so the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. So so we. I'm just putting a little picture. We just say miracle worker, miracle worker, synagogue leader. He is also now coming to Jesus. But look what it says. It says um, he asked him urgently. Mm. My little daughter is near death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. So whatever, um, whatever the reputation of the Sabbath breaker and all those was thrown to the side because of his desperate need. Yeah. You know, as much as he says, you know, if he, you know, he might be the Sabbath breaker, but he's also a miracle worker. And I am actually going to throw myself at his mercy. And it's interesting. He's, he, he has an expectation. Mm. You know, remember we said, oh, expectations are wrong. Well, not necessarily wrong, but yeah. we're just going to be aware that people have expectations. Yeah. He came, asked him urgently, my little daughters need to come, lay your hands on her so that she may be healed and so live. So that was an expectation of where his faith was mm, at. Yes, he, he said, like, my faith is if you can come to my house, put your hands on my daughter, that healing power She'll will flow, well. and she will be healed. All right, now we, we know that that doesn't have to happen. You know, the, the Roman centurion um, sent a delegation to Jesus and said, don't even come to my house to speak the word. I understand how authority yeah. works. And Jesus said, I haven't found faith like this anywhere. Yeah, that's it. But this was where his faith was at. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is where faith that's is good. at. Now, a couple of things. Um, so verse 24, so it says Jesus went with him. Just stop for a second. Jesus, does Jesus know that you can heal without actually going there and laying hands yes. on? All right. He obviously does. It's, it's obvious. We can also see that from the way he did heal mm. the... Um, the, yeah, the the guy stretched no no the guy who stretched forth his mm. hand he said stretch forth your hands he carefully didn't lay hands on him because that did, made the this Pharisee's heads pop yeah because he didn't because if he laid hands on him it was would have been seen an act of work yeah and he, they would have been able to prosecute him but because he just said stretch forth your hand as he stretched forth his hand his hand got healed hmm. it's like we didn't actually do anything yeah he just said something and saying something is not against the Sabbath but they knew like ah but so Jesus knew that I don't actually have to lay hands on. Yeah. I can actually speak yeah. and we can do this. You know, take up your bed and walk. You didn't yeah. lay hands yeah. on them. You know, the, we've already covered these stories mm. where take up your bed and walk was not a let me lay hands on mm. you. You know, he spoke forgiveness. Mm. And then he said, so you, know, so, you know, Son of Man has authority to forgive sins. Mm. I tell you, take up your bed. So he's already working at this level. And yet Jairus has locked in that what he needs Jesus to do is to come to his house and lay hands mm. on his daughter. What does Je- how does Jesus respond? Mm. Jesus went with him. He, went with him. Mm. he didn't. Now, part of me is like, oh, I don't need to come. Yeah. I don't need to come. I can just speak. Hey, hey, mate, mate, I don't need to come. Yeah. No, who's probably thinking that even more is the end of that line. The large crowd that followed and pressed the room. <laughs> probably there, I was like, no, no. He can stay to send yeah. Jesus, send your word. Like, I don't. Do we have know? to do? Do we have to do this? The disciples who have been up since Friday, and they're probably the ones thinking. Do we really have to go? <laughs> do, do we all have to walk five blocks away now? That's right. And, 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 and then Paul, in the book of Acts, it says they, they took aprons or parts of his cloth and they sent them out and people got healed and mm. delivered from demons by the, mm. when yeah. the cloth was... So Jesus like, oh, you know, here, have a piece. No, he, he actually just responded and went with Jairus. And so when I said, you know, there's a part where you take control, mm. that's mm. not 
where you try and control their faith. Yeah. It's where you, you're working with their faith. Yeah, that's But good. what you've got to do is, is work out when there's unbelief and when there's other things that are happening, you've got to be sensitive mm. to the spirit of what's happening and, and flow with that and minister with that. And you've got to be very careful to do that. So Jesus went with him mm. and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. And I, 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 let's just take a little bit of time. Look at this word press because this, um, this is fun. All right. And so pressed around, uh, pressing on him. Um, pushing and jostling him, the Message Bible, pressing in on from all sides. I want us to find the, find the actual Greek word for the word pressed mm. and pressing. Um, okay, it, so it's this word here, sunthlibol, uh, sun, sunthlibol. Oh, I'll do it anyway. Sunthlibol. Mm. Okay, now take the word sun, that means together or an intensive, it, it mm. puts press together. And flibol, which means to press. So it means to press together. together. All right. Um, closely on all sides as a crowd upon a person. It's just, they're putting so much mm. pressure on him. Do you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're it's like every side. It's like you being like, um, it's like, like being like squeezed. It's, yeah. it's, it's like there's multiple gyruses with, their daughters that are dying and they're all coming to towards Jesus. it. So they're all pressing, you know. They're all coming mm. in and um, I'll just say that, um, press on all sides. If, if, if there's a space, they're, mm. they're, they're gonna, it's going to be filled. Um, this is from one of the other translations. This is from the Strong's Dictionary. Um, it says to compress. Mm. Just, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's the thought of squeezing mm. down together. Mm. And... Um, um, let's see if I've got it here. Um, where it, you know, the sense of squeezing grapes almost, you know, mm. where it's squeezing. Mm. Um, so. It's tough. So this is not just a large crowd. It's a pressing crowd mm. means not just a, a large group of people walking together, yeah. but a large group of people walking together in a narrow confined. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pushing through. You have to really yeah. force your way through. All right. So we're back, going back to Jairus. So you're going to look mm. through his eyes. Okay. My little daughter is near death. Um, come lay your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. So he asked him urgently. She's near death. Okay, it's it's really it's urgent. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been able to come to him now because he's just come from over. He's arrived by boat, so it's first opportunity. Meet him on the shore. Mm -hmm. Come. He turns around. Let's go. And all these people are coming with them. Um, while you're doing that, I'll be back for one sec. We just have, we have someone who's coming to sit in the audience, and the door's got dead. the front door's been dead. <laughs> I realised that at the start. I had not opened. And it. they're messaging, so I might just I'll sneak out and quickly go and get the door unlocked. But that's a good warning. If anyone's here and you're watching right now, yeah. probably not Seth because it might be a bit too far for you. But yeah. anyone else, you want to come? Feel free to join. We've got a lot. Have a live audience here. You can come and sit in the seats with us. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's that sense. It's urgent. It's mm. urgent. He turns around, and all these people are going with him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want all these people. 
And so to, to him, it's not wonderful. It's yeah, frustrating. Make you know, he's like, make way for Jesus. Yeah. And now Jesus is coming with his twelve disciples. <laughs> so it's already you already got like thirteen people, and anyone yeah. else that happened to be traveling with him, they you know sometimes you just presume it's only twelve, but you never know who else is yeah. sort of doing traveling with him at yeah. the time. So it's squeeze and squeeze, and um, and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. And then it says now. A woman was there who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years. She had bleeding, continual bleeding. She could not, and um, for 12 years. And she had endured a great deal under the care of many doctors and spent all that she had. Um, it's interesting. Obviously, somehow they, they talked to this woman, got this, these details later. Yeah. So they must have yeah. talked to her, you know, because he didn't, that, that's not obvious from the story. You know, oh, see that woman there? She's been suffering for 12 years. No, Jesus never said anything like that. Yeah. So they, Mark had somehow, through, you know, well, Mark wasn't there, so it was most likely Mark was re doing the um, account of Peter. Um, Peter was the um, one who was probably reporting. Somehow the, the disciples must have talked to her mm. and got some information. Well, because we know about her, it could have been, that was the woman that had the faith to get healed, you know, yeah. just by touching the hem. So. Yeah, so somehow that she, you she know, they've got known. some of the, some of the backstories come into this story. Yeah. And um, she'd endured a great deal under the care of many doctors. So they've, so they've heard her testimony. They've heard her tell, wow, it was, you, you've gone through a lot, big struggle for 12 years. And it doesn't say it here, but there is the implied understanding that if you, if you're, um, if you're, un, you're an unclean person in terms of the law. You shouldn't be out amongst people. Yeah. Um, she's out there and yeah. she's touching and she's, yeah. she's, and she's in a confined crowd. So she's not even keeping a distance. All right. She, she's the ultimate not, not, not keeping her distance where she should. And um, so she's pressing in, pressing in. Um, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. So she's, it's just 12 years of getting worse. And... Um, so, you know, this is sort of the backstory for, but she's in this intense crowd too. Yeah. So it's her idea. Now, she says when she heard about Jesus, and now it's her backstory. So when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd so, and touched his cloak. For she kept saying, she was continually saying to herself, if only I touch his clothes, I will be healed. Mm. So she had a picture of how her faith was going to be yeah. raised. Mm. Jairus has a picture. Come lay your hands on my daughter. Yeah. She's got a picture. Now, she's got this picture before she arrives. Her plan is touch the hem of his garment, mm. touch his clothes. That's how I'm going to get healed. Easy plan. Till she gets there, suddenly there's a huge crowd and mm. suddenly the crowd's pressing. And it's like, it's like when the four men brought their friend, mm. our plan is to bring... Their plan was not to go, let's go take our friend through the roof. Mm. Their plan was just get their friend to Jesus. When they got there, they suddenly discovered this is way harder than we thought. Yeah. All right. She comes, mm. she's got a plan. I'm going to see Jesus. You know, Jesus wasn't always surrounded by this sort of mm. number of... Just walk up, get the thing. Yes. Suddenly he's like, if I'm going to touch you, I've got to elbow my way through. I'm a woman. I'm being jostled. I've also... You're not supposed to be in yes, crowds. Yep, yeah, yeah, she's not meant to be in the crowds. She, we, um, it's not proper for her to be in It's not yeah. proper. She's, it's illegal, possibly. Yes. She could be stoned, possibly, mm. um, if she gets caught. So there's all these things. She's, it also says that she's had a hemorrhage for 12 years. Um, and, and lots of doctors, uh, back then, you know, doctors might have been well-intentioned, but you know, they, they, obviously, they often didn't know two bits about nothing and they were just sort of trying things, especially with situations like this. So they would have them all doing things. You know, they, um, and so I'm just saying, it's got worse for 12 years, she's weak. 
Yes. I'm just saying she's weak. Physically, mm. she's weak. She's made a big effort mm. to get to Jesus. Yeah. She suddenly discovers Jesus in the middle of a huge crowd. And um, she could just say, I don't know. But somehow her faith was connected with touching. And so she's pushing mm. through, saying to herself, if I just touch his yeah, clothes, I will be healed. So she's mm. pushing and jostling and going mm. through. Jesus is crowded. And, and, um, and then at once... Um, Mm. So at once, mm. so she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she was saying, "If I can only touch him," and at once the bleeding stopped, and she mm. felt in her body that she was healed. Something, like, I feel different. Mm. Yeah, I feel strength. I feel, you know, I feel this is this is happening. So I felt it. It's changed um, of a disease. Her plan, mm. I'm guessing, was touch and go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and get out of there. Yes. Because it's awkward. Yeah. What were you healed of? Yeah. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, it's awkward yeah. questions. Yes. Awkward. I told you I could get in trouble. Yeah. Mm. So touch and go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's all. That, she's got a plan. Um, Jesus knew at once that power had gone out from him. Mm. So he sensed mm. power flowing. Mm. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories because this is not based around Jesus trying to find her. It's her trying to find Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus not, it's not like Jesus said, there's a woman here with you, issue blood. I've got to just go lay hands on her and I'm going to release. He's just walking through. It, it, gives the, it gives the impression he's not looking to do healing because, well, one reason he's got all these people crowding around him. And this is the only person who suddenly gets a healing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't tell me she was the only sick person crowded. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> there would be a lot. Yeah, there mm. would have been a lot of people. And Jesus didn't go, oh, I felt a healing go there. And I felt a healing go there. And I felt... This is one of the key scriptures to me that turned my thinking around. I always had just this inner understanding, which was false, but it was just an inner understanding that said that um, God responded to need. God responded to the biggest need. You know, he saw our need, so he came and died for us. He saw sick people, so he came to heal them. And so he sees situations and is like, that's terrible. I will go and fix that. So the bigger the need, the more that God works. And um, so I was always of the impression that if I, you know, if you, my prayers were, would be more about convincing God how big a need it is, how urgent it is, how important it is. Um, how much glory it'll give to God if it's healed. You know, just trying to, to work the, um, mm. the things. And, and this turned that on the head that Jesus was walking through a crowd that obviously had lots of sick people mm. yeah. and none of them were healed. Yeah. Mm. And yet this woman pressed in because it says she was saying, if I touch him, I will get healed. Mm. None of the others were saying that, obviously. They were mm. just, hey, we're near Jesus. Let's see what he's going to do. This is like a one-way... He mm. comes, he heals me. Yeah. So it was like, I'm get, I've come to get my healing. Like, yeah, totally. I, I am going to receive this healing. I'm let, if I just do this, the healing will come. She wasn't even, I, I gather she wasn't even going to, she didn't say, I'm going to come to him and going to ask him to pray for me. No. Mm. She said, I'm just going to touch his clothes. So I, it gives me the impression she was wanting to do it without being recognized or being noticed. Yeah. Because maybe for that reason, she didn't want the awkward questions mm. of, what did you get healed from? Yeah. What were you doing in the crowd? Says all the Pharisees and all the others mm. who were finding out about this stuff. So she's like, I just want to keep it quiet. I'm going to touch the garment and I'll get my healing. And suddenly Jesus senses power flowing from him. Mm. Now, I ask, there's a question here. Um, sometimes 
Okay, this, this was a bit of a revelation to me one time when, you know, I, I would see as I was growing up, people would lay hands on um, people and they would fall over. And it was like, oh, you know, I, I can still remember when I grew up in church, that didn't really happen much. And then suddenly I, we saw, I saw it happening. And then it was happening in our church. I'm not talking breakthrough. This was even when I was, you know, pre-teenage times when I saw it. And, um, but, you know, I can remember watching a guy on, on television praying for people and then falling over and like, what is happening? You know, this is, oh, what is this? And, and then it became, okay, it, it was, you know, we, we saw it. And then we had Rodney Howard Brown. Mm. come through and we had the ministry of the gifts of the spirit and the flowing and people laughing and um, not just one person you'd have mm. 20 people mm. or 200 people all fall over mm. at the same mm. time yeah. and going into meetings where you were a part of that and mm. seeing that or, or being a part of just like feeling like a wave of mm. a tsunami just wiped mm. out people and and um, so I see all this and you just sort of as an observer and then I get the opportunity and God starts to you know work through me and I'm praying for someone mm. And, um, and as I'm praying for someone, I suddenly can sense very much, I can actually sense the power of God. And I can tell that this person's going to go down under the mm. spirit in, in, within a set few seconds. Mm. Like I might be praying for them for 10, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And suddenly I can sense God mm. coming. And I'm like, oh, they're going to go down. And then bang, they go down. Mm. And I was, you know what that surprised me was? It, I could sense it. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't, you know, when you watch it, it's like, you can't mm. see anything, yeah. and if you're standing near it, you know it's like it's mm. like an invisible mm. just. But when I was flowing in the spirit, it was actually physically. It was almost I, I could feel something. Mm. I and it was like. So when it says he turned, um, he said, knew he at knew at once. I'm like I understand what happened. You can sense the moving and the power of the spirit. It was not just what well, wasn't. In, when I was growing up, it was like just this weird world of. Mm. How do you know? How do you not know? Mm. And um, and then it was like, okay, yeah, I can understand because you can sense. And there's times when, um, and often if I'm talking, even now, you can sense the pre- you know, I can sense mm. the presence of God. Mm. Um, talking about these things, it becomes something you're aware of, and, mm. and it's like, That's oh, right. there's a presence of God, or you can feel it in your totally. hand. I, you know, sometimes I feel the power of God mm. in my hand, mm. and. Um, and it's like, well, how do you describe that? I don't know. No. But it just means that when I look at this scripture, it's mm. he. There is a way you can sense and flow mm. with the spirit. So, don't be surprised. Uh, be sensitive to it. Mm. Be aware of it. And if there's a moving in the spirit, mm. there's a. Oh, you sense something. Well, just say, hang on a sec. I like what Jesus did. He stopped and said, okay, something's happened. Mm. Let's see what's happened. Yeah. Right? All right. And there's like there'll be times where it's like, okay, maybe um, you know, like like what he says, like. Maybe be something like in worship at, at on a Sunday service, whether yeah. you're breakthrough or your own local church. It's like okay, there'll be times where I'm like I'm just really pressing and I can just feel God ministering to yeah. me. But then like I like this isn't something I've done, but like it's a revelation to what I should do. It's like okay, maybe there's times where I'm just like enjoying church, and suddenly God just starts moving and there's a faith building or there's a presence of God that just starts feeling. My I should be like okay, whose faith is bringing that in? I want to connect with that. Yeah. Like, look at it, like it's like okay. Someone is like connecting yeah. with God right now. It's like, yeah. obviously, first jump on it, get get involved. But like, see who's I want to go and connect with that person. What are they? Are they believing for something good? Yeah. Good chance you're going to find the person who's like nothing stopping me from getting to Jesus today. It's like yeah. you could be like a maybe you're just sitting in your row, like oh, it's like there's a presence of God. Like look to your left and right. Who is it that's just praying? Yeah. Praying with that that desperation and that. Realization that I right. need to meet Jesus. Be, be aware. Be aware that there's faith in this place. There's, exactly. there's something working. God, I can sense God. 
and um, God's being sometimes like like God's being drawn down. God's being brought. Yeah, so the presence of God is being like brought in, sort of thing, you know. So whereas in the past I always thought that was God initiating, mm. yeah. Now I realize it's faith can draw it, yeah. And when it comes, flow with it, mm. work with it, move it. Go with it. Mm. See what God is doing. Be aware. Um, be looking. So, you know, flow and minister in the totally. Holy Spirit and the power of God. And um, be be aware that God, you will feel sometimes physically and, and start mm. to learn those senses and start to be mm. aware of them because that can help you. Now, I know we walk by faith, not by feeling, not by mm. sight. No. So I don't, I am not, I'm not talking about just a, a, an emotional feeling. Yeah. I'm not talking about just something where I, I feel some chills and, uh, you know, totally. that's good. This is something where you're sensing something in the spirit mm. and you're aware of something. And um, it's an interesting story that Oral Roberts, the Lord told him he would put the power of God in his hand mm. and that the, there would be a healing anointing in his hand. And when he would minister, and he could feel it, it could feel like this anointing in his hand. And he would go out and he would minister that and it would have a powerful effect. Mm. Yeah. And then one time, he was preparing and he was waiting. Now he did two things in his preparation, which when I read it, I didn't, I didn't understand because that was before I was really understanding how the things of the spirit work. Um, number one, he would often preach the same sermon over and over and over again. He had like, he had, he was, he was an evangelist. He, he had classic sermons. Yeah. Um, and that he would preach because he's going from town to town to town to town. So there'll be a sermon that he's preached, and he, this could be the hundredth time that he's preached mm. his sermon. You know, and, and so it's a powerful sermon. So he's got mm. classic sermons. You know, the, the fourth man is one of the most powerful sermons, which, which was an original by Oral Roberts. And um, so he had, you can go back and look on YouTube, some of his classic sermons. And so he would go to his hotel room and spend hours before a service. And he would go through the scriptures and prepare that sermon. And, and now as a teacher, well, he's already studied that. He's already got the sermon notes. Mm. He doesn't need to go back right. and yeah. redo that. It's like, what's the point? Like, he's yeah. not. I can understand. I I could back then understand. You 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 go to the Bible. You prepare when you are creating a sermon and preparing a sermon. Yeah. Why would you go back for a sermon that you preached a hundred times and you're going back over at the same time? Now now I fully understand. I mm. I get that a hundred percent. I I don't. That there's even if I was preaching a sermon I felt very comfortable with. Often you're just reading because what you're doing is um, Jesus said you don't man does not live by bread alone but every word that proceeds out of the mouth mm. of God we live by what comes out of the mouth of God not preceded but proceeds it's a moving living thing the word of God is living and active it, it's got the life of the spirit in it whereas it was like your, his mercies are new every day it's yeah like every day God's doing something new and so right. I would be really because I'm not preaching something I discovered. 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm preaching something that is alive in me today. I don't care how many times I've preached yeah. this sermon. It's it's the fact that this sermon has fresh life today. There's a fresh grace on it today. There's a fresh anointing. So he would be reading those scriptures, allowing that scripture to become alive to him afresh today. So when he preached that sermon, yeah. he's not preaching that good sermon he preached last week yeah. or a month ago. He is preaching that sermon today yeah, out good. of the freshness of his re yeah, revelation. So I understand that because he's he, not anointing. Not to um, jump ahead to what we're doing at the end, but that ties so much back into probably the first thing we learned at Academy in week one. The Bible is two things. It's not just a book. It's God, it's God, God breathed. God it's like, you know, if the Bible is just a book, there's no need to reread it once you've learned it. Once, once, you, you, once, you've got, once you understood you can, it, you can once you've you understood it, once you've memorized it, it, it's in there. It's... Yeah. But that's that's the realization that the Bible isn't just a book, but the Bible's also God breathed. It means alive. I'm going back and I'm getting 
I'm getting the, you, I'm getting the I'm breath getting the part. Breath, the fresh breath of God mm. today. Yeah. So when I minister that, it's out of that freshness. Anointing. The other thing was he had this anointing and it would come upon his hand mm. as he was waiting upon, in the, mm. upon God in the afternoon. And he would go. And um, so one, one arm meeting, he's getting ready to go. And he's been doing all this and it's all good. And he suddenly realizes he does not feel the power of God in his mm. hand. Mm. It's just been there. Yeah. It's just all, every time when he prepares, it comes. Mm. It's suddenly... It's not there. Yeah. And um, so he's like, oh, well, okay. We'll just spend a bit more time here. Just you know, Instead of just getting my coat and stuff, I'm just going to just pray and wait. Mm. And um, suddenly it's just not there. Mm. Now, what, hap what they used to do is they used to start the meetings and they used to have a song leader who would worship. And so then but Brother Roberts would be waiting and preparing and they'd come and get him and he'd come and step in. And then he'd step into the meeting and, and begin to minister. And so they'd have a guy who had a, um, who was a driver. He would go and wait to go to the hotel. He knew the time. He'd, and um, no brother Roberts, no brother Roberts. So he'd go out and knock on the door, and it's hmm. like, our oh, brother Roberts, you know, like hmm. we need to, we need to have gone. Yeah. And brother Roberts is like, we just can't go yet. Mm. Now, not before mobile phones and all those things. Yeah. And so the driver is feeling intense pressure. I'm going to get sacked. <laughs> I'm not getting the man of God here on time. The worship leader and the and the, is and the and his you know campaign sort of manager is like looking and there's no Oral Roberts. No, they've got a crowd. They've got a tent full of people. Mm. Yep. All expecting man of God. It's not turning up. Mm. And he's back in his hotel room and he's like, God, I'm not leaving until I got the power mm, of God. Yeah. Now, to me, again, I couldn't understand that. I'm like, mm. you've got a commitment. Mm. You know, you surely just go and just trust God. I didn't understand how de how dependent he was on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he knew that if God wasn't there, he said, it's no good me turning up without God. Yeah. Mm. That's good. All right. Whereas me in my early days, oh, well, I can turn up. It'll be pretty much the same anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God there, God not there. We're just sort of, it'll be pretty pretty much the same experience for the it's people. It's the difference. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> the, but, um... So what you want, you want it to be so much to the point where if God's not turning up, well, there's no point in me turning up. Yeah. yeah. I've got nothing if God's not Yeah, that's good. And what is it uh, Peter says in Acts, where it's like, silver and God, I have, not, I have none, none, but what I do, I do have, have is the name of Jesus. Yeah. I've got something. I've got nothing but Jesus. Yeah. So um, we want to get to the point where we've, we, we don't have anything. Yeah. And yeah. so he waited until mm. the power of God came. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, God, what are you doing with him? What's from this? From memory, what, that story is a long time as well. Well, yeah, yeah it, it was no, overnight. You know, 30 minutes or so. Well, it was, like, yeah, I think wait. it was like an hour or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, can you imagine? And um, so the people don't know. They haven't said he's not here. They're just like, oh, we're just having a long worship service. Like, yeah, yeah. Praise. Sing that again, people. Um, but he said, when the, pa he said the power of God came on him and he said, it's here, it's here. Okay, grab it. The driver was like, thank God. No. <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening. Get there. He runs out on stage and he said, straight into healing. And bang, it's yeah. like amazing miracle. So, yeah. But what it was, was it was a test for him. Like, did he think he could do this without God? Yeah. Mm. Take the reins. Mm. Yeah, I've got this. You know, God, you're not, well, it's a bit, a bit weird, but, you know, I've got this. Mm. To, oh, no, no, I am totally dependent. If it's not you, I'm not, I'm not going up there and pretend. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, and mm. not that he'd be a hypocrite or anything. It's just that you, you just say, well, I'll just lean into my... You know, I could preach the sermon I've preached. I could lay hands like I've laid hands. Mm. I could do all the things I've done. But he's like, no, no. This mm. is, and, and that was a particular way God had given him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that was something God had told him, mm. going to do it through this. Uh, there was an anointing on his hand, 
and that was something God instructed him to use. Mm. So it was not just like something he just sort of yeah. imagined. I've had like not the same experience, but I had um, an experience um, back a little while, a few years ago. I was at mm. work and I was with Christian um, from Breakthrough Espinal. Mm. So he, yeah. he's in Colombia now, but used to be here. Um, and he had something wrong with his back, and and he had um, and he had said to me, Josh, um, your your left hand, there's there's an anointing on there for healing, mm. and at the time. Like what you were mm. saying, like I'm, I was unaware. I was yeah. just at work, but he was like he had a something wrong with his back, and he had, you know he could sense yeah. something, and and he goes, can you put your hand on my back and pray for me? I'm like, yeah, of course. Mm. And so I, and this is just at work, and I do that, um, and like and so this is what I say. I mm. wasn't like sort of sensitive at, yeah. at that time, so mm. I wasn't feeling anything, but it was there, and he but he was responding to it. He could sense it, yeah. and he was responding mm. to it. And so when I did that. His back was healed like instantly. Mm. Wow. But I've also like never sort of had any um, sense in that yet. So yeah. it doesn't mean that I now go around and you yes. know just. Well, but what you need to do is just look for it and be aware of it. Yeah. Totally. And and just be, just be leaning into yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And because sometimes those things are there. Um, I gather that the disciples had no idea. Mm. Yeah. But Jesus knew. Mm. Yeah. Jesus sensed power flowing, but others are like. I don't know. The woman knew, Jesus knew, no one else knew. Mm. So, can I just ask a quick yeah. question as well? In that situation, okay, say someone does ask you to pray for them or something, okay, but you really, and but but not in like a sense like, oh, sorry, Josh, where it's yeah. like someone who is very in tune with the spirit and they've said, I've yeah. sensed this. Yeah. So, okay, but you're, you know, you're really a mentor to me, so I'm going to trust you something. But it's more of a, um, like, just a... Oh, Chris is actually watching right now. That's so cool. <laughs> he remembers. Chris is on uh, YouTube watching right now. But, like, it's more of just, like, a, someone's like, oh, yeah, why don't you go and pray for this person? Like, maybe it's in church. Like, someone calls out, hey, yeah. we got someone coming out for prayer. Would you go pray for that person? And they're expecting something, but you just really don't feel... Maybe it's like they're expecting a word yeah. or a prophecy, but you don't feel it. How do you handle that? Obviously, there's, like, the brother... There's, like, the brother well, Oral says the way... But... Would the right thing actually be to say, hey, I'm sorry, I actually just don't feel anything right now? Is it just a case of you just give a more generic... What, 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 okay, what, what does that make sense? Okay, I, the, the mix for me is mm. I do not go there and act as if I've got it. Yeah, mm. okay. Do you know what I mean? And I don't say, okay, here, here's a prophetic word. You know word, it's not you. Yeah. And I'll give a prophetic word and it's just mm. me just making up a prophetic yeah. word. Um, book, Acts chapter 14 says that um, we should prophesy and yep. we should interpret. Don't just do it in tongues because yep. tongues is easy. Yes. And if you give a message in tongues, then it should be with interpretation. Mm-hmm. And but it doesn't. Think about it. No, go ahead. <laughs> but, okay, but, but the scripture says actually. Let's just see if I can find it because this, this is actually such an important. Dis- You're up. Do it. This is an important distinction that I never mm. made for many years in Acts 14. Mm. Um, Um, I'm just trying to find out. Okay, verse 13. We'll go to 1 Corinthians 14, 13. Because it's academy, we'll stop and look at the scripture. Yes. Okay, that's one. That's the difference between academy and maybe preaching. Because mm. don't can't can't sort of. But we can take mm. the time, and we will take the time to get our eyes on it. Mm. All right. Um. So he sort of it, it, the whole t- the whole teaching is about the fact that. Mm. Hey, tongues edifies you, but you've got to bring it into English so it can be judged mm. and helped. 
and mm. help people. And so I said, verse 12, it's the same with you. Since you are eager for manifestation of the Spirit, seek to abound in order to strengthen the church. So then, one who speaks in a tongue. Now, I always said, this is how I read this, one who speaks in a tongue should interpret also. Mm, mm, okay, yeah. you, you are bound to, if you're going to give the tongue, mm. you need to bring the interpretation so that you know, you're not just sort of yeah. doing the da-da-da-da, yeah. oh, wow, it was amazing. No, no, interpret, then we can work out, is that God or not? Mm. You know what I mean? But this is not what it says. It does not say one who speaks in a tongue should interpret. Mm. Look what it says. Should pray that he may interpret. Mm. You can't interpret. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can't interpret. I you can't. Need God to give I me cannot help. choose to interpret. I cannot choose mm. to minister healing. Yes, that's true. I can yeah. choose to pray and I can choose to say mm. things. Yeah. But I can't actually choose to bring the God part mm. in. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, when I'm ministering to people, I can't prophesy over someone. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I can pray and ask God to give me a prophetic word. Mm. But I can't prophesy. Mm. I, I can't minister something of the supernatural yeah. unless God gives it. Now, what I do is we can get ourselves in a position where we're, we're hungry and eager. It says pray. In other words, do something so that you're giving God the opportunity. Mm. Um, so if, I, if someone says, can you pray for me? I feel no anointing. Mm. I don't feel any power of God in me. But I go mm. up and I say, okay, but, but they are being obedient. But James says, call for the elders of the church to come and lay, mm. uh, to anoint them with oil, yeah. to lay hands, mm. and then they will be healed. So they're doing the right mm. thing. They're using their faith. So come, pray with me. Yep. So I will be obedient to that. Yeah. All right. But then as I'm praying for them, I just begin to say, okay, Lord. And what we've taught mm. in the past, just pray what I know is true from the word of God. Yep. Let the things that the Holy Spirit has given mm. me revelation on. I begin to pray. I begin to speak. Mm. And we're waiting to see whether the Holy Spirit gives something particular. A rhema. A spoken word for that moment. Mm. Something where there's a quickening. I suddenly sense something. Mm. Let's do this. Or I suddenly get a sense. We ought to do this. You need to do this. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Leaning into Him. I might not feel it at the start. Yeah. Hmm. But I'm... But I'm certainly not going to go beyond what I'm being led to yeah. do in the middle. If, if, if I don't have it, if I don't have a prophetic word, I will just pray generally. I will just say, Lord, according to James chapter 5, mm. I will pray this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll put my faith out into that. But I won't go beyond that until the Holy Spirit has given can, me something. Can I just throw out, this is just a thought, okay? This isn't yeah. a, thus saith the word of the Lord. It could be a thus saith the word of J. Lewis. You know, like yeah. it's, um, but like something I was just thinking about then, it's like, I think two of the most important things, if you want to lean into this, are love and humility, yeah. you know? Because it's like, okay, say, example, something that has happened to me, you know, someone comes out to, for prayer on a Sunday, and as part of, like, the team, who a leadership team that's been growing, and, like, you know, the growing leadership team, someone like yourself, or one of the pastors might have come up to me, like, oh, do you want to go and pray for that person, you know? Yeah. Sure. If my intention is to save face, I'm going to try... If, my, you, if your intention is okay, to look good, my intention is to look good, or it's like, oh, God, I don't have something. How's it going to look on me? I'm going to look like I failed. I'm going to look like I did this. It's like, that's when you're probably in a bad spot. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what do I do in that case? Should I just, you know, do I just admit that I don't have anything? Does that, what? Yeah. But like every question, every question I was asking myself before was out of the inter, what's it going to look like to me? Yeah. I, the yeah. realization when I asked that question, I was thinking about it. And God sort of just spoke to me, like sort of like dug out of my heart. He's like, hey, 
Why are you going down there in the first place? Is it to look good? Is it to fulfill a commitment? You sh your first goal should be to see that. Your thought should be, hey, this person's hurting. I want to see them healed. Yeah. It says Jesus, like, when Jesus saw the world through love. Jesus saw the world through compassion. Yeah. If you're seeing that person through compassion, you won't care what it makes you look like. You will do whatever God's doing. Because yeah. if nothing else, I don't care if I don't have a word. I'm going to go and stand with my brother. My brother, I'm going to go and pray with him. Yeah. I'm going to pray every scripture I know and I'm going to step in and get every ounce of faith that I have because I want to see that person healed out of compassion. If you can go in the humility of saying, I don't care what it looks like to me. Yeah. My only desire is to see this person healed and see them receive that healing. That's probably going to be a great place to start. So that way, it doesn't matter whether it comes in the form of a prophecy or as you said, it's yeah. just a, I, I don't feel any specific word, but gosh, I just care so much about you. I'm not, nothing's going to stand in the way of me helping you. Yeah. That's probably, yeah. that's probably a good, a much better place to be approaching the question of, oh, do I prophesy? Don't I prophesy? Mm. Yeah. Then approaching from the sake of what's it going to look like if I get it wrong? What's it going to look like if I don't give anything at all? Yeah. How, That's a way worse question to be asking than how can I help this person get healed? Cause I love them so much and I have the compassion. If you're struggling with, if you're constantly asking yourself that question, maybe focus on asking, God, give me your compassion for yeah. that person. Mm. That's, a, that's a wonderful point is that motivation of love, Humility mm. will open so many doors. Bible says God resists the proud, mm. but draws near draws to the humble. Mm. If you come with that sense of how can I look good, actually God says, okay, I'll push you back. Now sometimes people, they yeah, proud people, they get all sorts of miracles, but God's like, yeah, but I'm I'm not close to what you're doing. Yeah. Um, exactly th that sensitivity of the spirit, and it's just hungry about them getting healed. You know, there are sometimes okay, you know, pray for someone. You praying God, God, what is it? What is it? And the Lord says, I don't want you to pray for them. I want you to, to go and get Josh. Bring mm. Josh in. Mm. And I, now, if I'm a proud person, I say, well, what's wrong with my prayer? Yes. You know, I'm the man of God. I'm the pastor here. You know, I'm, and it's not like, oh, I, I'm, my faith is weak. and I'm, I'm, It's just like, I'm not the one to do this. Mm. God's like, bring them in, get them to pray. So sometimes when you see me and I'll be praying, I say, Josh, come over here and pray. It's, it's not because, oh, well, you know, I, you know, I, I'm feeling lonely, or and it's, no. it's it's like it's mm. this this is good for you to be in part of, the, or it can be like Josh. No, you actually pray. There's something on you, mm. and God's God's like I'm going to use Josh to do this. Mm. Now that if it, all we, like I said, what we're keen to get the Holy Spirit, get the ministry, mm. and so sometimes if you're praying, if it's not working, well, you just say, okay, well, God, what do you want me to do? Okay, just mm. you can leave. God says. Why don't you spend another 10 minutes just mm. worshiping with him? Oh man, I don't want to give them 10 minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay hands on the yeah. get back to my, get to, God said, no, you got to, why don't you get, stand with them for 10 minutes and just, you know, or, mm. or just however long it takes, mm. you know, and why, why don't you do this? Why don't you get down and, and you just begin to mm. say, I'm, we're going to pray together. Something, mm. we, there's a barrier here and I'm just, I don't know what it is. Let's yeah. just, just pray through, you know, get someone else to come and join you and, just do what you, know, you love them. Mm. You're humble. You'll do what it takes. Yeah. All right. And but what I'm, if we come back to the point was Jesus sensed it. Mm. it there's, there was yeah. a moving and a flowing of the spirit. It's yeah. real. Mm. It's tangible at mm. times. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you know, and go with it and, and understand mm. that. Don't, you know, my old observer was looking. It just looked like I couldn't see anything. Mm. But but then uh, okay, I can understand. Mm. It's real. It's yeah. sense. You know, you can God. You know, you can, you, there's a stirring in the spirit. There's a quickening. Um, and once the bleeding stopped and she felt in the body, she was healed of a disease. Jesus knew at once that he'd gone, power had gone from him. So he turned around and said, who touched my clothes? Okay, Jairus at this time, 
Poor Jairus. Poor Jairus. Yeah. He's got one thing. He says, get Jesus to my daughter. It's urgent. Yeah. She's at the point of death. And it's serious. Like, can you, can you imagine? I would be... Clawing. Yes. This stupid woman. You know. <laughs> Everyone's he? touching you. Yes. <laughs> and his disciples... Pressing, his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing against him, you say, who touched me? Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? They're clueless. But he looked around and said, no, 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 he's looking around. So she was hesitant. She didn't come forward straight away. She's like, can I just blend in? No, he knows. I know, he knows. <laughs> then the woman, with fear and trembling, with fear, she was nervous. Mm. I've done the wrong thing here. I'm out where I shouldn't be. I, I'm going to get in trouble. Mm. My plan was touch his garment and get out of there. Two things stopped me. Doing, I got there, there's people everywhere. I've got to fight my way through the crowd. The same crowd that made it difficult to touch him made it difficult to get away. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so she's like, got it, got it. Uh, and suddenly Jesus spins around, who touched me? You know, when someone says, who touched me, everybody makes space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she's like, who touched me? Everybody pushes back, not me. They, what they does give that you, mean? They give, you, they give you space when you yeah. say, who touched me. Suddenly that crowd wasn't so pressed together. Yeah, they'll press a little bit. And she's like, squat, she can't get away. All right? It's like all these people go back and, oh, I should yeah. be back with them. And, she's, and, and the disciples like, hey, Jesus, everybody's touching you. And she's like, everybody's touching. Let it go, let it go. And it won't. He's looking, he's looking. And she goes, it's me. So with fear and trembling, she comes, she owns up. Yeah. Oh, this was meant to be a, a, a secret healing. Yeah. Um, the fact that they knew the details, the 12 years, the bleeding. Yeah. Someone had asked. Somehow this, the details were known. So it was not like, I don't want to tell you what, mm. what I was healed from. These details became known. She came down, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Okay, maybe the whole truth is that background. Yeah. yeah. I don't, we don't know. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in shalom. Be healed of your disease. Go. He's like, yeah. It's interesting even that, um, I, I don't know. That um, go in peace. Yeah. How much that's tied to that, the fear and trembling, the, you know, is that a, you know, don't worry, you're not, yeah. you're not. Yeah. There is an indication here. You got, God has made you whole, that there's a peace, there's a shalom. Yeah. It's, you know, it, obviously it could that, just be talking I, about like, I understand physical. in the, this would have been Greek. There would have been a reina. It wouldn't be the word shalom, yeah. but it's the, you know, go back and look at the, when we did a teaching on shalom, um, that this was the understanding that Jesus had when he used this word and what he would have said. And he's saying, go, and it's an, you're totally well, yeah. protected. There's a blessing on you. Yeah, Go. it could be that like this. Don't worry, you're not like I'm. You're not going to get in trouble. Like I'm like God's like I made a way for what you've yeah. done, sort of thing. I know what you've done. Yeah. Is it, you know. She just came for the healing. She just came yeah. for the healing. Get out. He's like, no, you're healed. Let's get and everything. Go in peace. Yeah. You know? No one, mm. no one will touch you. No one will. That say fear anything. and trembling. That's it's okay. like that. While he's still speaking, people came from the synagogue leader's house saying, your daughter's died. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> this, is the, this is the thing I'm in. This stupid crowd and then this stupid woman. Um, now, he didn't say that. I'm putting words in his mouth. And they say to him, why trouble the teacher any longer? And, others, you know, and you know that patronizing? They weren't with him. It was his, he, he, it was his crusade. Mm. We're going to go, I'm going to go get Jesus. And they're like, really? Really? Mm. And, um, and they, don't bother it. Don't bother. It, it's mm. too late. Mm. Don't bother. It was on the way. But Jesus paying no attention to what was said. Um, now, 
This is a, an amazing word, um, and because we're in, because we're in Bible Academy, let's have a look. We'll go there. I like it. Um, no attention. Let's just have a look at. It. It's the word para kuo. Para is um, which means on this side. Um, you know, paragraph is word. Graph is words. Words that are, are, are connected. Parallel, two yeah. lines, that, you know, mm. you know, so any, any time you see para, it has that sort of, all right, so to the side, it's not the thing, but it's next to it, you know what I mean? Um, and um, from akuo, uh, acoustics. Yep. Okay, think of the word acoustics. So side hearing, to hear. Now, um, it, can ha it has um, two, two meanings, that's mm. right. Um, it can mean to hear something and then put it to the side. Mm. Oh. oh, okay. Or it can mean to hear something from the side. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So different translations will take one of those two meanings, mm. right? Because the word the word has both. It either means to hear over here, like from the side, or it means to mm. put to the side. Yeah. Mm. Dismiss. So okay, here we. So let's see what the um, different translations do. Uh, New English translation says, um, Jesus paying no attention to what was said. So that would be put to a side. Put to the side. Mm. You hear it, but pay no attention. Okay. In New American, Jesus overhearing what was being spoken. From the side. From the side. All right. Guess which one the Amplified uses? Both. Because <laughs> they don't they, know. They always go both. Okay. Overhearing, but, but ignoring. ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, <good>. Amplified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if in doubt, <laughs> do both. Well, no lost us. Why can't we have both? <laughs> um, what one do you like, guys? Um, like, using all your Greek experience and, and knowledge of languages. Um, I, I, I sort of like the ignoring one because it's like mm. this has happened. Uh, don't worry about that. This is what's going to happen. Mm, you know yeah. What I mean? Let's look at a couple of the. Um, yeah. I almost like um, like the. I, I know it's going to be the cheap answer, but the amplified, where it's like <laughs> do both. No, but it's like because I sort of imagine it as like both in that. So it's like it's like Jesus hears this going over. It's like he just brushes it off because it's like no, that's not. Yeah. It's like he's sort of he's hearing it coming in. It's like I'm not like it's like um we like the the birds can, like birds can fly around your head, yeah, but don't let them nest in your, your head. head. It's like. It's happening around there, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to let it stay. It's true. I, it do, doesn't bother me too much because I think both are quite applicable. But, mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, she's dead. But let's say the, the Living inside. Bible yeah. says Jesus ignored their comments. Mm. The New Living says Jesus overheard them. So uh, if you understand, New Living was a translation of the Living yeah. you know, from the same sort of mm. group and things. So it was interesting they, they switched it over. Uh, message Jesus overheard. Passion Jesus refused to listen to what they were told. So uh, that, okay, so it's. I, 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 like, that be, as, I like that as well, though, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I just mentioned that because it, it, it has the sense, though, that um, Jesus hears that big. But I, 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 there is a sense that. That you, you can you can move things to the side. Yeah. Just because something is said doesn't you don't have to hold it. You, yeah. can, you can move it, and it, it does seem to fit in um, to what Jesus' response to Jairus is. Um, Jesus paying no attention to what was said, told the sinner. I I don't also like that translation too much because it's I, I like the sense hearing but moving it to the side. Yeah, mm. it comes, yeah. but it, it's 
Do you know? Paying no attention means I'm not even really listening to it. Mm. But it, it's that's an, probably I, paying I, no attention I, is more of the it's on the side, like it's like, yeah, it's, like but I, it's sort of background noise. Yeah, yeah. This one's yeah, paying. It, it means I'm not really listening. Now this one means I hear it, but I don't. I don't pay attention to it. It's I, less I paying no attention. It's more pushing past what yeah, they said. Yeah. Get it. Do not. He told the synagogue leader, "Do not be afraid. Just believe." In other words, don't take these words to heart. Don't let that shape your heart and your faith. Mm -hmm. Don't be fearing. Yeah, if, you, if you listen to those words, you will be fearing. Yeah. You've got to put that aside and you've got to hear. Now, I'm, look at the next verse. This, this changes my whole perspective. Jesus did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and they came to the house of the synagogue leader. So it seems to be from that point on, mm. he said, just you three, Jairus and me, we're going to go. That's five. Uh, I know this isn't, but it totally feels like, like, the way I read it in like, today's language yeah. is like, really, it was Jesus, Peter, James, and James, like, I have to babysit John. Can I bring, <laughs> so, yeah, bring, 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 John. bring your younger brother as well. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, Jesus, no, no. Peter, James, and James. <laughs> Effectively, the way I understand it, John... John was the um, yeah, was the, the closest was one. Was the closest one. So it was John and then Peter was and James. Was that more just to, to with John or? Yeah, because as well. Yeah. Because like, it, it, it's more than, yeah, there's, there's, it, yeah. To me, it just reads like Peter, James and the kid James yeah. was babysitting. <laughs> but I know it yeah. wasn't. I just. Now. That's what I bring to Academy. Here's what I have to ask. <laughs> here's, here's what I ask. Why couldn't he have done that earlier? Mmm. Mmm. Let anyone follow him. Yeah. All right. He had the capacity mm. to say, yeah. no one, he follow had, me. He had yeah. authority to... Somehow they could have blocked them off, whether he leaves the other nine disciples to sort of create the wall and then they head off. Good luck he, to that. <laughs> he well, but I'm know, just, but he knows. Yeah. But somehow he was able... The crowd didn't follow him then. No. Yeah. He was able to do it without the crowd, if mm. he wanted to. Mm. Mm. If he wanted to, which he did, mm. no more crowd. We're just going... We're reducing wow. numbers. Mm. Jairus's daughter died because of the press of the crowd mm. and the extra time and the woman with the issue of blood happening mm. all because Jesus did not do this until after the wish mm. I'm not is Jesus playing 3D chess while we're all playing checkers yeah <laughs> did he know about the did God the did yeah. God say just let this play out did yeah. he know that there's someone in there yeah. Was he waiting to see the power of God? Or did he just hear the Father say, leave now, the crowd, now, yeah. and then say... Yeah. Well, how, how much before this was Jesus knew what was happening, mm. or was he just taking Follow, it step by step? Following right. the Spirit. But what I'm saying is the crowd was not um, just... Uh, just um, you know, you, you couldn't stop it anyway. Mm. These that's what I would have said initially. Yeah. Hey, you can't stop them. Yeah, you know, this crowd is is a they crowd. Were, they were pressing on him. But he could stop it here. Yeah. yeah. If he could stop it here, why couldn't he stop it when Jairus came to him? I don't. Can I throw an idea? Yeah. I could be completely wrong. I wonder whether it goes back a bit to the woman with the issue of uh, the woman with the issue of blood. You know, what's the reality of everyone else in that crowd when they see that? What's going to be the next thing that happens? Well, every I'm, other person is sick. He's going to say, "Oh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, I'll grab his, I'll grab his." Because, because as he said, she wouldn't have been the only person there that's sick. Suddenly, it'd be everyone's like, "I've got a cousin. Give, yeah, stay here one minute." It's like it, a, it could be like it's like we, oh, we, it's I, I didn't realize it's a healing. 
But Jesus, because like it was interesting, Jesus says, like, your faith has made you whole. It'd be like, no. Yo, and it's the so interesting. Let's, your, let's your, stop and have your, a healing crusade now, Jesus. Yeah, like, now, now everyone stop. I'm going to go that, by myself. And that's Jesus mm. saying, you know, even if you have this disease that um, you actually can't be out in public, mm. I care about you too and yeah. I want to heal you too. Mm. It's like, you know. Yeah, he's done so. 40 chess. Yeah, literally. Now. But it's like, is it him saying that? Is Was it like, no. Like, it was so interesting that he said, like, daughter, your faith has made you. Well, is it like other people that like, no, yeah. you're you're responding to her faith. You're not responding to your own faith, sort of thing. Okay, okay. Now think of Jairus. What did he say to Jairus? Mm. He said, "Don't be fearing, mm. only be believing." Yep. Be believing, yep. What has just happened in front of Jairus's eyes? The, the healing. Been He's mm. just seen a woman get yeah. miraculously yeah. healed. He's seen a woman press through mm. and get cold of Jesus touching and get healed from something that was 12 years, mm. getting worse because obviously totally. she, told, she gave the background. And Jesus is now saying, okay, stay in faith now. Mm. You've just had this... You've just been given a demonstration mm. of the healing power of God. Now, I, I you know, I, it, it's... I, I, I'm just... I'm asking questions that there is no... Yeah. It doesn't say. But it does say he did not let anyone follow him except them. And they came to the house. Mm. I'm telling you... You need to be sensitive and aware to the spirit, not just allow things just to happen. Mm. But be aware of how things are happening and why. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's and good. sometimes there's a reason for things that we're not even aware of. Mm. Um, and press through, be sensitive to the spirit. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's like, God, you know, I wouldn't have done it this way, God, if it was just my natural mm. mind. But I just felt to go this way. Mm. Follow those, follow the, the leadings of the spirit. Mm. Um, because sometimes it's going to be like, oh, I might, um, okay, let's mm. just, just pick an example. Someone comes to you and says, um, you know, let's say my daughter's out in the super kids. She's really sick. sick. Yeah. Can you come and pray for her? Mm -hmm. And you go, yeah, sure. 100%. Now we just, you know, and as I'm going there, I see someone else and I say, I'm just saying, I said, I just want to pray for this person. And I just want to pray for this person. Mm. And I want to pray for this person. This kid's just fallen. They've hit their head. We, oh. Yeah, and it's like, now, I'm just saying, yeah, you've got to, you've got to say, okay, Holy Spirit, what, what, are you, what are you doing here? Yeah. Mm. Holy Spirit, what's your... Because it's like, that's not what I would naturally do. Yeah. Holy yeah. Spirit said, no, no, there's a reason for this. Mm. And you've got to be, we've got to be aware of that and sensitive to that and led of the Spirit. Mm. Now, obviously, you know, we've got rules and, you know, you've got... But I'm talking about the spiritual level. I'm yeah. not talking about the OH&S. Yeah, I'm yeah. not talking about someone giving... We've got to learn to ignore our human priorities when yeah. it comes to Jesus. So, make sure... I, I'm, I'm saying, mm. make sure the human stuff is ticked. Do you know mm. what I mean? In the, yeah. you know, the situation. I'm not saying, well, we ignore no. you know, the OH&S. I'm saying, someone's asked you to come for prayer. Mm. Make, you know... You're not the one who's doing the first responding no. and doing, yeah. doing the, you know, the, 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 the things you need to do in the natural. You are bringing the spiritual mm. life. And as you're coming, God says, I want you to do this. I want to do that. And you say, oh, that's, that's going to be weird. Mm. That's going to be weird. They, they're going to, and they're going to, I'm going to frustrate this parent no end. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Jairus was frustrated no mm. end. Yeah. And, um, and I'm just saying, let's be really, you know, if we want to be like Jesus... It means that we've got to be like Jesus. Yeah. Brother Copeland has a great story I remember hearing where um, I think it was his sister was quite ill and he got called in and his I think his mother came and she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like Kenneth, she's like, you're, um, your sister, she's in hospital, she's about to die, we need you to come, can you come and pray? 
any song. He's like, Mum, I'm gonna make some eggs. He's like, I need to cook some breakfast. And yeah. like, she's like, we can't, we do not have time. He's like, no, I'm gonna go. He's like, I'm gonna make some eggs. I need. Oh, I haven't eaten. He's like, he just got off the plane. So I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna have a shower. Then I'm gonna make some eggs, and then we'll go. And he's like, they were furious. furious. But I, I remember, I think it was Pastor George Pearsons who, it's like his um, his son-in-law son was telling the story. And he said, Brother Copeland Brothers. He's like, there was a fear and an anxiety that had taken yeah, hold. Panic. Of the, they a were panic had panic. taken hold of the of the room. And Brother Copeland was saying, I refuse to respond to fear. I refuse to respond to panic. Mm. He's like, I'm going to go once, I'm going when Jesus tells me, but I'm not going because I feel the need yeah. has to be done. Yeah. And it was like, it was his way of saying, I'm not letting panic. He was doing it not because the story of the, of the, uh, the moral of the story isn't eat eggs. The moral of the story is yeah. don't respond to panic, respond to faith. Yeah, be, be lean into the spirit and the spirit's like, if, if the spirit time, says stop, take your time, and slow down, and, slow actually, down. and actually having those eggs is a sign of faith. It's an yeah. act of faith. It's yeah. an expression of your faith. Yeah. And by doing that, you are setting the point. Mm. And, and and his his sister was yeah. Um, and you know, and that's that's a little bit like the um, like we spoke about last week. Mm. We go back and watch the, the Fenergan getting yeah. over the top. Mm. Um, that the, story's the, awesome because the sister the, the, gets healed. Yeah, that's right. You you you've got to hear from God. If you just if you just being a, a rude, you know. So you I like the stories. He's a glutton. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I really story, like it. If, if, really if, like if the story, if you hear this story and say, "I'm just going to be rude to people," or "I'm just going to do my own thing," or "I'm going to make things awkward," I'm I'm not going to let people mm. boss me around. I'm not, you know. Yeah. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're saying the Holy Spirit's got to be leading. Yeah. And um and if you're just rude, they don't get healed. Then you get and get judged by that. Yeah. I'm, I'm understanding. That's a great way of putting it. So I'm saying you've got to be. You know, these are fun stories because what happened to Jairus's daughter? What yeah. happened to the woman with the issue of blood? Mm, yeah. you know, these are. That's because Jesus pushed into the level of the spirit. What I'm telling you though is, if you are fearful about what people think, you will sit on this side of the mountain yeah. and you will be constantly mm. wondering why aren't people getting healed like Jesus? And it's because, well, I can't afford to do it like Jesus because you know. What will it look like? Yeah. You know, what, what will people think about me? What will I do? No, you've got to be leaning in constantly to the Holy Spirit, getting His direction. And sometimes this is an example where what is happening? Well, this delay actually meant someone got healed. And was it just the fact that, okay, that was what we needed to do? Or, oh, wow, if we, if we let everyone else go, we'll never get there because mm. now they'll all be sort of trying to touch me. Mm. Uh, or, or was it Jesus like, I need... That then the father said, "Now you can stop them." There was someone in that crowd. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We just, you know, we didn't know what was happening, yeah. but Jesus knew. So mm. I am just saying that this is all about the being led of the Spirit. And if you, and how can you know you're being led of the Spirit? Well, you will get over the top of the mountain. Mm. If you're not getting over the top of the mountain, then you need to reassess. Yeah, you mm. know, and and it, but the worst thing you want to do is just be on this side and do the tongues and the and mm. do everything that's not judgeable. Mm. You know, you say, no, no, I'm going to be, take some bold steps. I'm going to do it. Mm. And um, when you do that, then you get to see some mm. miracles, you know, and, and you get to see what God works. Mm. Um, okay, just a quick side note. Yeah. Second side note. I found it very interesting and like, I think mean, it's just a, it was a, a really good, um, you know, uh, like revelation to me and a, yeah. a good like um, challenge to me by God that when we were talking about um, Jairus, you know, yeah, we instinctively all agreed upon the fact that his response to seeing the woman with the issue of blood being healed should have been like, Jesus, why are you stopping for this woman? Come on. It's like, yeah. then you said something really interesting. It's like, what did he just witness? He just witnessed a great healing, you know? Yeah. It's like, that should have actually been the biggest faith boost. Jairus that should have sparked his that faith. That should have sparked his faith. Yet, the reality is, all of us instinctively 
would have felt frustration to that. It was like, and he, God said, like, challenged me, he's like, the entitlement we can show as Christians where it's like, God, how dare you put that per-? It's yeah. like, it's like, God does, it's like, if you're going to church, you're like, God, I need a healing, I need a healing. And suddenly it's a, the whole worship set is all around peace and love and two people get saved because it's just this um, expression yeah. of God's grace is shown through worship. And your instinct is, God, what about my healing? <laughs> what a fantastic way of seeing Jesus need, show, sees yeah. the needs of everyone. Yeah. Don't worry. But our in, instinct can be that entitlement of, I deserve this. Goes back this to, is what I needed. Yeah. It goes back to that. Urgency. The urgency. And it goes back to that. God resists the proud, but he shows grace to the humble. It's like, if you show that entitlement, like, this is what I deserve. It's like, our instinct of, as humans, we got, God, what are you doing? To, yeah. I, you, I had the right, I had the right away. But it's like, no, yeah. you're seeing God heal others. Let that be a faith boost and not a, how, there's like, my instinct when I saw it from Jairus' perspective was to see it as a, that's so wrong. That's such a frustration. Yeah. But God really challenged me in my mindset. It's like, when you see that, let that be the biggest faith boost, not a how dare you yeah. sort of yeah. can, can I, It's yeah, a, yeah. a small thing, but I thought let, it was a really... Let, let's, let's take it as, as you know, again, we don't know, but it is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Because like you said, there is a tendency to sort of see things through the negative eyes. Yeah. Now, the problem for that is that we... Um, well, it says in the same way that you judge, you know, you, you sort of, you see, see other people going to yeah. judge the same. Mm. Yeah, there, there's a, you know, um, bitter people tend to, you know, sort of mm. see, see life through bit, an eyes of bitterness. And then, you yeah. know, um, what I'm saying is that, okay, if I'm constantly concerned about, oh, I would have been so frustrated, then I'm think everyone else will be frustrated. Yeah, I'm, I can't see other good responses totally. because I'm seeing through my own bad response. Yeah. Oh, I'll be so frustrated. And that's really. I, and I, I, I realize I, my my instinct would be to see it through. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm so frustrated. frustration. All right, let's take another approach. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Come on, come on, we've got to get there. Mm. We've got to get through this crowd, and then suddenly they stop, and there's like, oh, I'm immediately frustrated, um, and I, you know, I can imagine that, and then the healing mm. can. Um, can you also see how it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the Jesus where I'm bringing to my daughter, mm. he's a miracle working mm. Jesus. Mm. Totally. Is there a chance that Jairus has never seen Jesus perform a miracle? He's just done this yeah. on the basis of a testimony, mm. just on what he's heard. There's a chance that he's heard about all that Jesus has done, yeah. and he's gone to him based on what he has heard. Mm. Suddenly, it's like it's true. <laughs> <laughs> The stories true, about yeah. Jesus are true. He is, he is a miracle worker. I've got to get, I've got to get into my door. Yes, it's. Mm. I, I, I was doing this based on what I believed. Yeah. Now I've just seen it is true. It's true. It's true. He's a miracle. He's healed a woman. Totally. And at the time, and so there's a point where it's like, yes. I've got a yeah, mm. yeah. It's, this, it's still on. It's still on. I've got, gee, he, is, he is a miracle worker. Mm. And I turn around and the servant meets me and says, I don't bother. Yeah. All right, so I've just gone from this, mm. my faith has just gone up. Yeah. And now I've been challenged. And Jesus says, don't listen to them. Mm. Stay in that faith. That faith that just had been built, mm. yeah. stay in it. Just jumping on that. We talk about Jesus playing 40 chess. What about playing 5 chess? I'm not sure exactly what the distances were between Jairus' yeah. house and where yeah. he met Jesus and what they'd walk. There's a chance that daughter had died before Jairus even got to Jesus. Depending on how long that... Oh, yeah, true, like, true. How long that journey is... Yeah, Jairus, the servant's got to... The servant had to walk... The servant could have been sent 10 minutes after Jairus left. 
you know how we're saying, oh, why did That's Jesus, why did Jesus wait and heal the woman? Maybe Jesus, maybe, or God knew, or like speaking to Jesus, I don't know how, like, yeah. much he knew. God knew, Jairus, that servant was going to get to, whether the crowd followed or not, that servant was going to get to Jairus and say, don't yeah. bother. Yeah, if, good point. With, if not for the woman with the issue of blood, Jairus might have told God, Jesus, turn, turn away. The frustration that Jairus felt, the frustration or the, the obstacle or the, uh, you know, yeah. the how dare they, was that might have been the one thing that kept his faith going yeah. for that. It's like, whether or not the, uh, Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood, Jairus might have been met by that servant who said, don't bother. And the only reason that he actually had the faith to keep going was because of the one thing that he might have been... In the moment, the one thing you're currently blaming for not getting your healing might be the one thing that was actually going to get you yeah, your healing, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. for heaven. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Just after doing... Great question. But yeah, the, the, the thing that... Hey. Here comes second. Just... <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a challenge to you. Hmm. Get fully engaged in what God is doing, mm. even though this is not to do with helping you. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right? The thing that God's doing, it's sort of, that this is not helping me, but I'm going to get fully mm. into it and I'm going to help someone and believe and, and, mm. and get, and then, because you don't, that, that can then play into what God's totally yeah. bigger picture. Well, let, let's move through here. That, that, that's a great question. That's though. like, I'm a part of this. This is not a part of me or about yeah, me. Yeah, totally. It's, it's that shift. Yeah. Mm. So they came to the house of the synagogue leader when he saw a noisy confusion, people weeping and wailing. You're about to read the same verse again. Yeah, I know. I, I knew that. I was just showing you. The, the, that. Oh, you, so you? Would, I thought you were trying to read through, and I'm like, these next five <laughs> verses might sound awful similar, just in different language. That, I'm, so, that, I'm, I'm just saying it was like a noisy confusion. Yeah, okay. Um, a commotion. Um, What's all that commotion, young man? A tumult, a tumult from the kingdom. What the heck is a tumult? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's a commotion. I dare say it might be a noisy crowd or yeah. a commotion. Great confusion with unrestrained weeping and wailing. Um, the Message Bible. They enter the leader's house and push their way through the gossips looking for a story and neighbours bringing in casseroles. Casseroles? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Yeah. That might be the greatest piece of uh, yeah. of creative license the message has ever taken, <laughs> just adding in the casseroles. Oh, okay, I love that. Um, they encountered a noisy oh, uproar among the people that are all weeping and wailing. Yeah, I think he's trying to say, like, you know, there's, there's people everywhere. There's, there's life there. happening. Yeah, but I, I gather from the other translation, it was not the happy bringing casseroles, it was the... Just people weep, weeping and crying. Yeah. Oh, I, so, just, good I just try, love that. Good try message. I'm not sure <laughs> I put the casseroles. Um, oh, dear. Oh, Wouldn't okay. be funny if that was the real thing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you get to heaven, though. With a casserole? You know that joke you made about that? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's that what really happened. If that is the case, I'll eat a casserole. Um, <laughs> uh, look at the Amplified. It actually says, this is, I've, never, I've never picked this up. Okay. So I don't know where they, I don't know why the Amplified gets this and where it gets it from. Does it say so. casserole? No. When it says they arrived at the house of the ruler of the synagogue, he looked carefully and with understanding hmm. at the tumult and the people wait, weeping and wailing. In other words, he, when, we, when I just say he looked, it's like, hmm. he's assessing. Hmm. He's assessing. Hmm. This is not right. This is not, this is not going to work. Um, it, he, he assessed his environment. Yeah. And he said, no, hmm. we've got to change this. You need to be able to assess what's happening mm. when you're coming into healing. 
and say, yeah. uh, no, I, we, we're going to have to change this. Mm. Or we're going to, you know, I, I would, I would just love to pray, but you know what? I'm going to give you a CD of you know Keith Moore on healing. I want to listen to it ten times and yeah. to, what are you doing? I'm just assessing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, sh sh can we just come over here and sit down? I need you to focus. Let's pray. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just Do like it. when he would teach on heaven when they had the fear of death. Yeah. It's like assess it. <laughs> assess it. Assess. Assess and move. You know and um, and um, you need to, you need to assess your your environment at times and say okay, I got to change this environment. You know you, you might um, you know and we, we will. Um, I was talking, you know, Christine and I, my wife Christine and I, we were ministering just recently, and um, you know, we were talking about some people in hospitals. It's it's, it's you've got to create an environment hmm. around mm. that. You know, it, 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 they're not weeping and wailing necessarily, but I'm just saying. You know, but but in hospitals, it's got its own environment. It's got its own atmosphere. Mm. You've got to look, say, okay, we need mm. to we need to push the atmosphere of. Oh, you know, it's the, the, good the, the, to be there. Yeah, yes, and, yeah. and I'm saying, I'm not saying, oh, we've got to get them out of the hospital. But you can say, okay, we're going to create a space. Yeah. You know how, you know, how they got, you know, you got the curtain around. Yeah. You know, okay, okay, let's let's draw a bloodline around this mm, yeah. space. Okay, let's. You know, I, I love that. You know, um, I heard um, brother Joe McCroskey um, share the story. He actually got COVID. He got COVID very seriously, um, and he was in hospital. And they said he'll be at least ten days. Mm. Well, praise God, he was out in five. Mm. And uh, but he 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 was serious. He serious. was serious. He went in there and he and he made some rules. He said, um, now, he, you know, one of the rules was he says I only want Christian nurses giving me my medication. Mm. He said, you give me. He, he he had a phrase. He said, you you do you do the you do the pill and I'll do the gospel. <laughs> yes, uh, I'll do the God's pill part. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he said, I want, I want, I want people in America who are going to get in agreement with what I'm doing. Mm. And, I, I he think, said, and he said, like, I want you to bring your faith, but I want you to be doing it out of a faith and yeah. faith that God's going to bring the healing. Yeah. He said, I want, I want you to recognize my faith, and I'm, mm. you know, and, and I want you to get in line with her. Mm. He, straight away, brought it, got his music out. He put worship. He had to put a playlist in. He began to get, he he began he created a space of mm. the glory and presence That's of really God. I, I like one of the things he said. You know, he used to get on the phone like he was. You know, obviously feeling very weak at times and things like that. But he's just believing. He'd get on the phone and he knew someone else that was battling. He'd ring them and he would encourage them and speak scriptures to them mm. and encourage them. He he was like, okay, I might be here. I'm going to use this. I'm going to create this as a ministry space. Yeah. But I, I just thought he said this space belongs to God mm. and he took charge over it and I, I say you know people say oh that's a bit weird uh, yeah but he got out in five days because he just didn't allow the world to make that space yeah yeah Jesus yeah. walked into this space and he looked with understanding mm. yeah and he said no we're not having this we, we no, I gotta do this mm. um, now I'm not saying Jesus can't heal unless it's quiet mm. no yeah you know, he just healed a woman Pushing through a crowd that would have been noisy, and <laughs> he didn't—he didn't even know. You know, Jesus. It wasn't the crowd. It was—it was the atmosphere. It was faith. Yep. He was also realizes Jairus. He's saying, "You've got to be staying faith." No, this is not going to work. Yeah. If Jairus gets here and everyone starts grabbing Jairus and saying, "Oh, your daughter's dead. Your daughter's dead." You know, no. Kick him out. Mm. What are we doing here? And um, so um, when he ended, he said to them, "Why are you distressed and weeping?" The child's not dead, but asleep. It's funny when Jesus says things like that. And it's again, you've got to be over the hill. You've got to get over the hill to yes. say things like that. Otherwise, you're just a, <laughs> just a creep. Mm. But, otherwise, you're a jerk. <laughs> but, 
They began making fun of him, but he forced them all outside. They began making fun of him. Mm. Um, Jesus said something which he knew mm. they would not understand, mm. and yet he said it anyway. Yeah. All right, we want to be like Jesus. How do, you, how do you want people laughing at you? Yeah. How would you like all the staff at the hospital laughing at you mm. when you walk in and you say something about the person there? If you want to be like Jesus, you know, you need to have two things. You need to be willing to have everyone laugh at you, and afterwards you need to have the heal. <laughs> you, need, you need, like you said, yeah. you need to go up the mountain, and, and then you need to get over the mountain top. as well. Yep. He did these, and he, they began making fun of him, but he forced them all outside, took the child's father and mother and his own companions, so the three of them went into the room where the child was, then gently taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kum, um, which, uh, the reason that's there, if you can go back to our first series in the um, Bible Academy, why was he speaking, why are they showing another language here? Go and find out. <laughs> which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. And um, didn't pray for her. Mm. Just told her to get up. She was dead. He was taking a, someone's dead hand to get up. The girl got up at once and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. They were completely astonished at this. It's interesting, 12. She's 12 years old. The woman had been suffering for 12 years. Both those miracles started 12 years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. That's cool. <laughs> they were completely astonished at this. He strictly ordered that no one should know about this. <laughs> that's the opposite of what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> Selfies! <That's good. laughs> this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get this on radio? Can we get it on TV? Um, yeah, we've got, we've got to be like Jesus and told them to give her something to eat. Mm. Practical. It's just, just, just amazing. It's, right? it's funny. So, so many things. Two completely different responses. One of them, he got a whole crowd to stop and said, who was healed? Who was healed? Yeah. Come forward. Let's, let's tell everyone you were healed. And the other one, he said, no one is to know about this. Let's move on. Let's yeah, move on. Exactly. In the, the space of eight minutes, he has completely flipped really, his song from. Yeah, the woman with the issue of blood really said, hey, how come I didn't get that? Let's not, let's not tell anybody about yeah, this. She's like, hang on a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. What do I learn from all this? Be led by the Spirit. You've yeah. got to lean into the Spirit. You can't, you know, I, I love people put that little band on. What would Jesus do? What would he do? A great <laughs> question. Is it 12 or 12.03 in the days? <laughs> you, can't, you can't look at this and get, I, I, if I follow the pattern, I will be like Jesus. No, yeah. what you've got to do, the, the, the principles is, he was just being led, sensitive. He was aware of the moving, the, the, when the power of God went out of him. He responded to things. He, he, he took words, put them to the side. He looked with understanding of the situation, took control of it. Yeah. He spoke things and said things that were going to annoy people, get up their noses. They laughed at him and he said, out. Get them, get them all out. Mm. Um, I just want to hear. What, I, just also, I love Richard said it was probably twelve minutes between the healings. Yeah, but that, yeah, this, Richard said it was probably twelve minutes between the healings. Yes, <laughs> I, I like it. Says he forced them. Um, he forced them all outside. Mm. Can I just? I don't know. What, I, I just, oh, out, out, out. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. um, putting them all out. King James. Uh, put, put, put. A lot of other times I just put them all out. Mm -hmm. Told them all to leave. That sounds a little bit But he made them all leave. That mm -hmm. makes more sense. You're going now. <laughs> but when he had sent them all out, um, he threw, oh, it's passion. He threw them all outside. Nice. Yeah. 
He announced their departure. <laughs> yeah. They're actually going now. He promoted them to outside. Yeah. He promoted them to onlooker. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, the word... Uh, um, uh, the, the word for... Um, to, to put out is um, ekbalo. Um, uh, balo is to throw. Mm-hmm. I, th- I throw. That's where we get our word ball from. Mm. Balo. From a ball, something you throw. Mm. Ek means out. Mm-hmm. It's um, a bit of it's em- it's an emphasis word. You know, I throw, but then I throw out. Do you know what I mean? You, you take the word balo is a word by itself. Put a bit of force behind I it. I throw ek balo means out. Ek balo is what the word they use when Jesus cast out demons. Mm. He would ek balo. That's gonna sting. All right. That's gonna sting reading the Bible and seeing this. If you're the crowd reading the Bible yeah. and seeing the same word when he casts out the demons, yeah. when you. <laughs> would, every, would all the demons mind leaving? Would all the people mind leaving? <laughs> no, out! Out! I was just a part of the crowd. I wasn't <clears throat> on the same spirit. Yeah. You know. Put them out. And it, so there, there's a forcefulness there. Yeah. There's a force. They were out! Out! Toss them out. Yes. That's right. And that's why, um, uh, you know, the funny, you know, the funny thing when you, even same with the word demons, you say when you cast them, saying the word cast out to a tossed out, all right? Now, it pretty much means the same thing. When you cast your net, you're just tossing your net yeah. over. But the word cast out demons has become so... Engrossed. Become just like a, 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 a spiritual phrase, a, mm. a biblical, you know, Christianese phrase. Mm. So when I hear them, they cast out demons. It's just what, how getting a demon to leave a person. Yeah. But if I, if I, so I often read, and I just change it, I say, Jesus tossed out the demon. Mm. Um, because I like it, that. Because it makes it like, it suddenly, it's, it suddenly becomes what he did. He, for any, any like, young viewer, oh. Jesus yeeted. He yeeted. yeeted the demons. He yeeted the demons. Yeet. I got no idea what that means. I am no, uh, yeah. It's like, yeet. Like, it's yeet. just like, the, tossed. Tossed. Yeet. Just love. Okay, so, um, yeah, Jesus got him out for throw with passion. Yeah. <laughs> out, out here, yeah. So, um, now, he didn't toss everybody out every time, but this situation, he looked with intent. He said something which exposed. Can I just say also, it showed their. Um, oh, um, let's go back to the. Um, when he entered, when he entered the room, um, he goes, comes in the room. The people are weeping and wailing. Mm. And he says, why are you weeping? Mm. The child's not dead, but asleep. And they went from weeping to laughing. <laughs> it shows me that their weeping wasn't too genuine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was all on show. Like, how could you say that? Yeah, how could... I just went to laughing. Yeah, how could you go for a <laughs> If you were genuinely distraught, you couldn't just go laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But these, this was like professional mourners. This was people putting on a show yeah. of how sad they were. And then they could get... They could switch over. So Jesus picks this up. This is not genuine sorrow. This is a display of emotion to prove just how big a tragedy this is mm. and to emphasize the size of the tragedy. Mm. Jesus is like, no, we're not going to have this. He goes, oh, why are you all upset? Why are you... Can, what, what, what phrase? Why are you upset? Oh, she's not, she's not dead. She's asleep. Jesus addressing the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're crazy, man. Out. Everybody out. Everybody out. Everybody out. Out. They're looking at Jairus. And Jairus is what he says. Um, anyway. Mm. I just wanted, I wanted to finish on this, this passage, this story mm. for, um, for mm. our teaching on healing. Because I just think it has so many 
key principles that we can learn from. And the main thing is, I want to be like Jesus. Well, if you're going to be like Jesus, you've got to be leaning into the Spirit and you've got to be able to do things. You've got to have to be willing to do things that will make people laugh at you. Mm, that's and, true. And um, in, in when you don't want them to laugh, obviously. Um, you've, got to be, you've got to be sensitive to the moving and the flowing of the Holy Spirit. But if you do that, you'll get over the hump. You'll yeah. see healings and miracles. Yeah. You'll see things happen. You'll, you'll be able to flow. You'll be able yeah, to get out demons. You, yeah, you'll be able to cast and kick out the, 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 the demonic forces and get things happening. So, um, so thank you, everybody. Mm. Um, I, I want to um, enjoy your teaching. Oh, God bless you. That's great. We had Seth joining us the whole time. Mm. Thank um, you, Seth. We appreciate that. Thank um, you to everyone who's been commenting below as well. Thank you to Seth, Pastor Christine, Chris, Richard. Uh, uh, Truth in Action, action which is um, David Carlisle. David Carlisle. Carlisle. Carleon. Carleon. It also turns up as David Carleon up here. Um, Kim, Joe, Judith, and we've also had uh, Kim and San Sandy Madison in the room. Thank you to everyone who's Did joined us today. Yeah. It's been, if if it we haven't so read your name fun. out and you want your name to be read out, comment quick, below. Put a comment right in. now. Yes. So, um, quick, quick finish because it is the end. Of, I, I want to say thank you to Josh and to Jay. Um, they have. Can I say I wouldn't have been able to do what I've been able to do without them. They have been so helpful um josh special thanks you've been here every week right yes. through um, well, we, we also wouldn't be able to do what we no. do without this yeah. is the Thank wealth you. of teaching yeah. and, well know, I, just... i've loved it it's been a um um it, it's it's i've loved the experience of being able to let's see the word of god flow i'd love to see it grow and develop, yeah like develop totally see the word of come come alive i've i've she, i've i'm also Thank you to Sheba. Joe is uh, a <laughs> for watching. Yeah, yeah, Sheba's been watching. Yeah, she she was more acting more like a lion every day you know, <laughs> since listening to these words. Um, no, thank you guys. I really appreciate that. It's you know, and and just even the practical. Mm. Josh gets here early. He's, you know, mm. we come in here and he's setting things up and 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 so just the way we've been able to bounce in the spirit and flow. I, you know what my my biggest joys was um, last week. Mm. Um, we, we had that time of ministry mm. and there was actually someone came to visit the church and, and I had to go and see them. Um, and while, and I came back and the two of you were just ministering and I just stood there and I'm like, I'm not, I'm just going to let this happen. You guys are really carrying this yeah. and flowing. And it was such a pleasure to see you guys really lift it to new levels. Mm. And, um, so I, I, well done for the, the way you're doing that. Um, we, we, they've then, uh, we need to encourage them. They've done a, um, a, a, oh, the podcast. A, a, they've done a um, what's it? When you do the a pilot episode yeah. of Josh, 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 Jay, and Jesus, mm. and um, where they do a teaching in this talk um, mm. and use that that sort of the, what's in their heart. Um, you got to encourage them. So they've got this pilot sitting there. We haven't done anything. Say, so guys, we want to hear more of mm. you doing some teaching. Um, you can learn all the Yeet language and all <laughs> the other stuff, and you can you know it, it'll be very relevant to the, an, an age that I might not be relevant to as much. Um, Peggy, did we mention Peggy? She, thank she, you to she, Peggy for watching. Yes. I also just wanted to quickly, I know we gave you a shout out before, but thank you to Pastor Peter for this. I was just thinking that I'm like, one of the amazing things about Academy and what makes Academy so special, I think, is Academy is not something you can just start, you know? Yeah. We, someone could ask me, could you start a, um, a Bible Academy? It'd be like, yes. I wouldn't be able to do it to this. The reason we can do this is because of 30, 40 years of dedicated Bible study and digging in and learning the yeah. Word of God week, day after day, faithfully, only with the intention of growing to be more like Jesus and yeah. learning to be like Jesus. 
And that means that when we got to meet with you and you're able to lead this, you're coming from 30 years of understanding and developing roots and developing soil that we've been able to see so much great harvest and so much growth out of in just this year. Yeah. But that can't happen if someone starts trying to yeah. learn today. So That's... thank you to your humility and thank you to your desire to learn about God and to study the Bible. That means yeah. doing that all the time without the knowledge that now we're able to see such great fruit out of it. And that I'd, shows I'd really good I'd love to add, add to that. Similar with that story with like, you know, even though he's preached mm. with Oral Roberts, he's preached yeah. the message mm. multiple times. He's like, I'm yes. not going until I have yeah. God. Mm. It's like, you know, topics and thoughts that you've said. Mm. These are things that us at the church have heard yes. over the yeah. years. But you saying, saying it again, teaching it now, mm. it's like, it comes now with a deeper, yeah. you deeper know, level. Where it's like, oh, I didn't get that last that's time. It. And that's, that's your heart. Mm. Yeah. Not just to be like, this was my revelation mm. or my yeah. teaching from a long time ago. But it's still alive and real mm. today, it, like yeah. in your heart, and you continually teach that and go further in that anointing and that revelation. Mm. So oh, that's it. We love that. Well, Thank I you. Appreciate Thank that. you. And, and I, I, I do. I do appreciate the hunger and the um, the response um, because that hunger mm. makes this fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the, and and the connecting with it. Um, I have enjoyed this. I, I, don't, the, I don't know whether I shared this. That when when we first when I was starting the, the academy and we were, um, at first I was getting down my notes I got you know big archive box mm. all my Bible school sort of notes yeah. and things and and I was getting out my old Bible notes when I was went through Bible college and things mm. like that and it's like oh I've got to find this and the Lord said what are you doing I'm like you know what are you doing over there I'm, I'm over here what are you doing you know it's like well, what are you doing? aren't I doing what I should be doing and I was like well what are you doing I'm like well this is how I do it? Well, I was like, is this is this how you minister? Is this how is this this is this what? I'm like, yeah. Now in the past, I've done it with you know hundreds of pages of notes and things like that. I, I I'm not against that at all. But the Holy Spirit's like, no, no. This academy is going to be a ministering and flowing in the Holy Spirit. It's mm. going to be teaching, but it's going to be by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, you know, th this is this is like you know we're looking up maybe up to two hours, an hour and a half to two hours. You know, God, you know, how, how does this work without, you know, a stack of notes and everything? You know, the Lord's like, well, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. do you, do you lean in, lean into what I, the, the ministry gift. And I can honestly say that I have just leaned into the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and he's made this so much fun mm -hmm. because I actually could not do this mm -hmm. like I'm doing it. Like, there's no way I could do what I've been mm -hmm. doing, um, you know, it, without the Holy Spirit showing me and, 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 and just... Um, it's, it's, it, to me, some of the greatest things is when I've been doing the covenant and, um, and honestly, I'm talking and I'm hearing what I'm going to say next mm. and I'm, I'm like at two levels. Yeah. I'm, I'm sharing while I'm hearing the next. Yeah, yeah that's and awesome. And it's like, you know, so it's just been a wonderful, wonderful joy and, and to get the revelation. Like I said, the final, this revelation I've had of Jesus taking charge, it's just big in me yeah. and I love it. So thank you that you've given me a space mm. to be able to minister the, the way under the Holy Spirit one. And I praise God that he's been able to make that very That's fruitful awesome. in your lives. We're going to take a short break mm. over Christmas. I haven't actually set a date mm. to restart, but we will put it in our socials. And, yeah. So um, if anything, make sure you follow us on, on our socials. Check out that web that webpage, www.breakthrough.org.au. Or uh, Slice Academy, you can go there, or just go to the website, yeah. go to find us on our socials. Or if you're watching on Facebook right now, probably a good chance that you're following us on our socials. Yeah. You can go from our Facebook page 
or from our YouTube page, they'll be able to take you to our Instagram or our Facebook right now. Yeah. So just make sure you like that way. You'll get notified when um, mm. when we're restarting. That's it. Um, but but until that, we have many teachings. Yeah, to go, go back. Go back. Um, if you go back to um, our website. We've got them all listed there. You can go to the YouTube channel. Mm. Um, we've got. You, you can go back. If maybe you've joined in later and and you don't realize we've actually covered um, three topics this year. Yeah. We um, started with the Bible, um, which is just like a foundational thing. Understanding how we approach the Bible. It's, That's it. it's nuts and bolts. It's, it's like teaching a, it's, it's like teaching a carpenter how to hold a hammer and a saw right from the basic yeah. and it gives you the tools then to so do good. everything else. Yeah. Um, go back. I, that's one of the other reasons we did this. Um, it was not just to, to empower those that are listening now, but to provide a resource that you can mm. go back mm. and, yeah. and you can um, uh, go through things or teach people um, and listen together. Um, and then we, we, we moved to covenant. Mm. We spent weeks just really understanding what a covenant is mm. and the promises of the covenant and how God has worked out in the New Testament covenant um, and, and brought us into righteousness. And then we moved into healing and we've been um, just enjoying that for the last part of the year. So, um, and well, next gen jam. There's a bit of a uh, sneak peek for anyone who's watching here. This will be the. I think this is we, the first announcement. We, we, we want announcing it. Um, we have what we call next gen mm -hmm. jam at the church, where we get the opportunity to take those that are, are the next generation of leaders and and ministers. And Josh and Jay both are going to be preaching in Jeru in Jerusalem in January. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Pack your bags. Let's go. We're off to Jerusalem. January. Prophesying again. Prophesying. Yeah, I yeah, never know. Oh, um, so, I'll get my um, already. <laughs> so, yeah, so follow us on Sundays at breakthrough.org.au. Mm. Um, you can watch us online. And um, in January, we'll have Josh preaching and then Jay preaching. We've also got two other uh, yes. people yeah. doing speaking at Next Gen Can. Both of them will be, I believe, first time speakers at yeah. Breakthrough. But we're not going to spoil that one. Follow us on our social media or probably check out this Sunday at Breakthrough will be announced there as yeah. well. But yeah, very exciting stuff, and yeah, very very excited to see what God does during Jan. Right, last year was life changing for me, not just from the perspective of, of being able to preach. This is most I had the great great honor of getting to preach last year in Next Gen Jan, and not just being able to preach, but also what the other two people in Cam and Josh brought last year was so powerful and so spoke to me and so changed my life. Seeing God speak through so many different people. So yeah, I'm very mm -hmm. very excited to see what God does this year. So you can catch hold of these guys in January. Other than that, have a great Christmas. Mm. Have a blessed new year. We wish. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, coming yeah, into a 2024 that uh, God's given us vision for. And, and with Brother Jerry brought prophetic word. I know the Brother Copeland a prophetic word. I know God has spoken to me about what to do in this local house, in this community awesome. for 2024. So we're excited to be launching that mm. but take the time over the next mm. couple of weeks be with your family have some turkey yeah enjoy Make a casserole. enjoy being a blessing <laughs> those around bring some casserole as the message bible says and um <laughs> god bless you and we'll see you for the in first academy next year we should just eat a cast have yeah. a casserole on the table Cas we'll have casserole oh. yeah first first, first break casserole Feliz Navidad, Chris. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Okay, bless you. Jay, do you want to fi um, <laughs> we'll finish that one bless off? You guys. Okay, we'll see finish you. it off on we'll the casserole. Have a good Christmas. Happy New Year.